It's a little exciting when the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the playground rules. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the playground. The off-season is in full swing. Boy, oh boy. And here to talk about it a little bit with you, our listeners, is me, Herb, and my partner slash uh, great trip planner, Arik. <laughs> oh, man. I got to start the show off with a little bit of a bummer news. I hate, to, I hate to do it. What's going on? I just learned that Steve Ditko died. Do you know who that was? Yeah, I saw that. That is very sad. Uh, That's a sad one. It's in his 90s. Oh, yeah, totally. But, I mean, you know, he really... Uh, Probably most, most, the biggest uh, uh, legacy, I would say, uh, for our listeners is that he's the, the co-creator of Spider-Man. And Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say that's probably the big ones. But, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. That is super sad. Yep. Well. Uh, in happier news, <laughs> this is a weird transition. Uh, my wife was at the library today. And uh, that's amazing news, isn't it? And you, You've got like, no up, filter right now. Please continue. By, by signing up for something. She got eight tickets to two A's games. Oh, cool. That's fun. Yeah. Against what teams? Yeah. Uh, against uh, the Blue Jays. Ooh. And against the Houston Astros. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you I'm guys like, know who you're going to take to those games? I, we don't yet. So keep keep your uh, eyes peeled. Yeah, think about, think about your boy. <laughs> I always, of course, do. Cool. Yeah. Um, cool. I'm not promising anything. I <laughs> I don't. I won't take it personally at all if you don't come. Um, but no, we will. We will definitely consider you. That was just. Gee, I, thanks. I enjoyed myself. So yeah, that was uh, fun I'm pretty me. good. I saw a good movie last I hope night. It was fun. I saw that Three, three Identical Twins documentary. Have you? There's a this? documentary about. I didn't know. Uh, well, did, I, it's called Three Identical you? Strangers, and it's about these triplets that were separated at birth. What? Who does that to people? Uh, well, you know, if that's a very interesting question, and I don't want to say too much because the film, uh, the film, uh, kind of delves into that. Uh, you think maybe it's just a sort of bureaucratic mix-up, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. So that's similar to that one I told you about, called Twinsters, about yeah. the uh, about the uh, South Korea. Adopted potential twin sisters. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say whether they were. They thought they might be, and went mm-hmm. to find out. Uh, yeah, I want to see this. This looks really good. Yeah, it's Did cool. You enjoy uh, it. I saw it at the Alamo. A great theater. Love the theater. It had some deviled eggs. Man, they have really good food there. They really do, and it's really nice to have them bring it to you at any moment. Yes, it's great. I love. I did order a ginger ale, and it took a while to get to me, and I was well, kind of y- annoyed. You know, a ginger ale. Well. Yeah, but they're being, you know, this is this is the crazy thing about the world, and I'm, it's not just you, it's everyone, it's me too, I'm not throwing any shade, I'm a good friend, Herb, but we go from, like, amazement at something to, like, disillusionment towards it so quickly. It's, like, amazing that someone will bring you food in a movie theater, but then you're like, but they took a really long time to bring my ginger ale. It's like, but yeah, but they brought it to you while you were watching a movie. 
I didn't you like didn't throw have to a do fit anything. or anything. I'm just saying, like, I'm, you I'm know, not suggesting you did. I, I went with I'm two friends, not... and they got like a milkshake and a beer, and I got a ginger ale, and it took like an extra 20 minutes for my ginger ale to come out. I mean, listen, I'm not suggesting. I'm as I said, we all do it, me included. It's just I think it's funny. It's like a natural progression of like this is amazing to we have a complaint. We always want to be moving forward, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of movies, though, yes. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about uh, relating to the podcast, and the thing that I'm sure people want our thoughts on more than anything else is the cinematic event of would you say the century or just the decade uh all time perhaps i would say the century the century yeah uh uncle drew uncle drew now everyone out there probably knows that we've been waiting for a long reasonably not it wasn't really that long but we've been waiting for many months to watch this movie certainly since the beginning or even before last season started. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. known about this for a while, and we were uh, very excited. Yes. And uh, so the question is, in my mind, the question is, uh, was our excitement rewarded? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we, we have two different answers, I think. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, uh, I just want to I, I would like to say that before... Yes, we saw this film. If you had mm-hmm. asked me a number of predictions, uh, I feel like there were so many possibilities that I would would consider. Not even predictions, but if you said, "Oh, you're gonna love it," and Ark's gonna hate it, I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, that makes sense." So your lovely wife came with us. You know, I, yeah. if, if you had told me that she wasn't really gonna like it, I'd say, "Oh, okay." the The only inconceivable possible outcome to me would have been if you had said, uh, "Is it okay if I say your wife's name on the podcast?" Yes, yeah, it's okay. Would it would okay. be if you said, "Oh, Daria and Arik are going to love it, and you're going to think it's pretty good." <laughs> and, <laughs> just and just that, the idea that I would like it less than you was like inconceivable to me. But that's exactly what went down. Everybody. Yes. Yeah, that's what happened. It's kind of crazy. I also would not have necessarily predicted that because you, as you pointed out afterwards, are like the ultimate Kyrie stan. I am. And yet, and yet, so you didn't love it. You didn't love it, Herb. You didn't I, hate it. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was extremely impressed with a lot of the uh, non-actor performances. In particular, I thought Chris Webber was like, uh, he really, uh, uh, really did an, an excellent job. Um, yeah, he was great. There were a lot of really funny, like, inside jokes. Like, they were playing a game, and, and uh, someone said to Chris Webber, like, hey, don't forget, we don't have any timeouts left. Things like that. That was amazing. That yeah. was amazing. Those were really yeah. funny. Um, yeah, I just felt like, you know, like, so this is the most basic premise. We've seen these kinds of comedies, like, a million times. It's the getting the band back together. It's the yeah. tournaments to win money to save the yeah. orphanage, which that's not exactly what's at stake in this one, but it's essentially that, you know. I wish it was. Let's say it's something like that. And I just felt like, I feel like those movies are so uh, uh, kind of old hat. Um, there's really no excuse for for any inelegance as far as sort of setting it up and establishing the characters. And I, I just thought that stuff was all really clumsy. So for like the first 10 minutes, I was like, wow, this kind of feels like a, a movie being made by someone who's only ever seen one movie before and then like a, <laughs> a week later was like i'm gonna do that too you know it was just 
really rough around the edges and, and just in terms of like you know establishing the characters and the plot and then once it once it got going that that stuff was all that stuff didn't really matter as much but uh uh i just i i just thought uh i was just ex- i guess i was expecting something just a little bit more uh, uh traditional <laughs> so uh i listened to a an excellent podcast that uh that i will heartily recommend to uh all of our listeners if you enjoy uh, movies comedians and thoughts on uh, society and race there's a podcast called uh, black men can't jump in hollywood uh-huh. i believe it's uh blackmenjump.com and it's a podcast where three up-and-coming uh, comedian actors writers uh talk about movies with black leads or black casts uh and they talk about them in the context of race and society in general and they try to answer the question whether or not the movie uh, helps or 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 doesn't help the cause of black actors and mm-hmm. actresses, mm-hmm. and uh, they did an episode on this, and I was very excited to listen to it. And uh, I will say that I think two out of the three of them probably agreed with you, or were even slightly more negative, and the third one was closer to me. Uh, but I found their comments really interesting, and I listened to the whole thing, and it, it and it does, was like, does anyone in the world like this movie as much as you do? Maybe not. Uh, my wife, I think. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. But, um, like, we loved it, right? Yeah. But I just, I wonder if if y'all were just, like, I don't want to, I don't want to put this on you because I, I don't want to, I don't want to assume this, but I, I feel like maybe you were, and this is funny to say because you weren't expecting much, but I feel like maybe you were expecting too much from this movie. I feel like it was uh, better than I thought it would be. And that's probably one of the reasons why I enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, it was that I'm not going to disagree with any flaw that you would want to mention or that they mentioned or that anyone would mention about the movie. It is full of flaws. I mean, you know, for one thing, the entire thing is is a blatant Pepsi commercial. Uh, <laughs> but I but, swear to God, and, they must have gone through every shot in that film and be like, and, and some producers like, where can we put? Yeah, I, I mean, it was virtually every shot. I, I you know, uh, Kyrie was not a particularly good actor. The plot, as they pointed out on that podcast, the plot is kind of a mess. Like, what lesson is he trying to impart? Like, isn't he an example in real life of the kind of player that his character does not approve of? Isn't he in the movie kind of an example of the kind of player his character supposedly doesn't approve For of? For sure, like, yeah. The, the main dude's motivations make very little sense. The, uh, the, the relationship story makes virtually no sense the which relationship are you referring to the one between well actually all of them pretty yeah. much the, the notes they did point out on the this is um, i guess the minorest of spoilers so warning everyone jump ahead like a minute if you don't want any yeah, level the, of spoilers the, the plot is really why people are going to yeah see this. listen but this and this is such you'll see this is such a minor <laughs> spoiler but they pointed out on that podcast i was talking about that like the the absolute ridiculousness of the 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 granddaughter of nate robinson's character finding out that this dude is an orphan and then telling him that in fact his real family are these five old dudes he met like a day ago I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it makes no sense like so i'm not denying any of that that is all completely true the movie is a mess like it is absolutely a mess but i just loved it because it was so funny Right. Yeah. There, there were so many like really, really laughable moments, like really funny moments, and it had a lot of heart. Like ultimately, it was kind of like a fun family movie, which really isn't how they're promoting it. 
um, which is kind of interesting. But like, I just thought it was like, I mean, it was very predictable, but also just very goofy, kind of that Judd Apatow improvisational style, maybe a little too much. I'm not sure Kyrie needed to do as much improvising. I don't feel like he, that's really mm-hmm. his strong suit. But yeah. like, Shaq was amazing. Chris Webber was amazing. Uh, basically, everyone else was was really great. The 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 um, I found Nick Kroll to be just outrageously funny. Uh, yeah, he was Hadi- he was great in it. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish, or I think that's how you say her name. I'm not 100 yep. percent sure, but she's great. She's really great. Um, it's a shame they didn't really let the girlfriend, the ultimate or whatever, the granddaughter, do much because apparently she's actually a quite successful comedic actor. That I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, she wasn't she really, really funny. Like, she was there just as no. like a love interest. Yeah, kind of a straight woman, and she looked a little uncomfortable with that role, to be honest with you. But yeah, and and then the one criticism that I thought was really interesting from that other podcast was that they were saying that uh, Little Rel, who played the main character and is uh, also in um, Get Out, uh, that that they felt like he was doing. Oh. Like, he is the yeah, guy from Get Out. It's that dude from Get Out. That's uh, crazy. Sorry, please continue. That 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 they felt like the script was written for Kevin Hart, and that he was basically doing a Kevin Hart impression. Um, I didn't find that to be true. Uh, I didn't yeah. feel like he was Kevin Hart's much more that. aggro as yeah. a character than this guy. But anyway, I mean, he wasn't amazing, and like literally, no, I mean, seriously, there is no wisdom to be found in this movie from like like nothing. Like they, every 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 moment of truth that Kyrie's character gave was like the dumbest jock version of like inspiration you could possibly imagine yeah it but seemed like, like they were kind of constantly moving the 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 goalposts as far as yeah. the lesson that they were trying to teach you totally and i uh, don't care i just loved it yeah it was so funny i want to watch it 10 more times like i loved it it's so funny like I, it's such a dumb goofy movie and i just had i had no expectations like i thought it would be i had no expectations not even that it, they were bad i just didn't have, I went in there like completely free of any. I don't know why or how, but I just went in there completely free of anything, and I just laughed my ass off for an hour and forty minutes. So I, so I, and and they never did anything, uh, like to ruin it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there were a lot of dumb things, but it didn't take away from none of it mattered, right? Ultimately, so I, I just I had a great time, and I mean, you know, I totally like I said, I don't think there's anything. Uh, I'm not. I'm not taking odds with anything in your critique, or even saying that your opinion is is weird or wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that that would be a thing I would do anyway, because it's your opinion. It's but not really your style, yeah. No, but like it just. I just. I just loved it. And what the the shocking thing is that my wife loved it, especially because she... I couldn't believe that. <laughs> I could not believe that. Especially because I asked her. You know, uh, English is not her first language, and we did not have subtitles, and she speaks perfect english but i think sometimes movies can be hard for her and yeah. they talked very quickly and she said that she had some trouble understanding some of it and still it didn't matter it was just so funny it was just so great it was a very witty movie like it was yeah. at its best when it felt like a little looser and people were riffing like you know it felt like some of shaq's lines must have been just like him coming up with it on the spot oh, totally i think he ad-libbed a it lot of that felt like his sense of humor and that stuff was great uh, the the kind of basketball porn aspect of it was fun, you know, when they're playing games and you're just watching them kind of show off. That was great. Uh, yeah, I I did like it. Um, you know, I I honestly did. I just I just kind of, you're right. I just guess I just expected a little bit more, but I'll, I'll certainly watch it again. And uh, uh, you got to give a lot of credit to Kyrie. I don't I don't I cannot think off the top of my head the exam an example of an active star athlete in a leading role in a film uh, executing it this well. 
No. I mean, I, no. I don't it's really like Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. No, it's better, it's, better than, it's better than Space Jam. It's Space definitely Jam better than Space those, Jam. It's definitely better than any of the Shaq people, stuff. People saw it as a kid, Space Jam. Uh-huh. And if you watch it again as an adult, you're like, why did I love this? I didn't see it until much later. And yeah, it was like, wow. Why do people like this movie? Mess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, I you know, could this have been even more amazing? Absolutely. Uh, but given given its roots... In a literal Pepsi commercial, uh, that's about as good as I think we're gonna see. I, I just wish they had given it to like the guy who wrote Major League, just to do like a, 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 uh, like a pass on the script and just kind of tighten up. Yeah, like, you agreed, know. agreed. But I wish that every movie would be given to the guy who did Major League. That's probably the, <laughs> my favorite League sports is, movie of all time. Yeah, Major League is so good. That's an extremely like entertaining film. Is so good, and I love that they use actual Cleveland Indians. Like, like that's it's. So <laughs> also, for a movie from the '80s, uh, I think mm. we've mentioned this on the podcast before. Uh, before it surprisingly has aged well. There's not yeah. like a lot of stuff where you're like, "Oh, damn, that's like homophobic." No, a little or misogynistic. bit with the way they teach the they treat the owner lady, like when they do yeah. the bikini thing. It's a little yeah. bit, mm, but like for 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 sure for a movie from that era, it is surprisingly, to my mind at least, uh, unoffensive. When you like, think about watching something like Revenge of the Nerds, which is only a few years earlier, I mean, that Ooh. is like, un, you know, it's, it's so racist, it's so uh, misogynistic. And yeah, oh, it's yeah. Really hard, really hard to watch. It's, uh, it does not hold up well, unfortunately. Uh, I, did, I saw a list of the best sports comedies, uh-huh. uh, and um, Uncle Drew made the list, uh, but... In front of it was uh, were two movies that I think I want to call attention to uh, as being truly excellent. One you and I spoke of uh, when we were together and is a stone cold classic, and that of course is White Men Can't Jump, yep. which is best truly basketball movie ever made. Incredible. Yeah. The other one, though, I can't believe this slipped my mind when we were talking about it because it is so great. Is Teen Wolf? Ah, uh, do you consider that a sports comedy? Yeah. Absolutely. The whole thing is him playing basketball. Hmm. All right. I'm going to blow your mind right now. I've never seen Teen Wolf. Wait, what? I've never seen it. Oh, my goodness. We'll put it. We'll put, we are, we got a summer of basketball movies. We'll put it on the that list. That one has to be on the list. Yes. That one no has problem. to be on the list. No Teen problem. No problem. So good. Oh, man. I'm, I'm a little shocked, to be honest with you. But I mean, you know, I shock you all the time with movies I haven't seen. But I like, mean, that definitely seems like a movie that I should have seen. It really seems yeah. like a movie you would have seen. Yeah. yeah. And I'm curious. It'll be really interesting because, you know, a lot of these kinds of movies, like, I don't, you know, I don't know what it's like to not have seen them as a kid. Right? Like, so when I watch sure. it, I'm half watching it through, like, the eyes of whoever, however old I was when I first saw it. And sure. Yeah, was, yeah, like, yeah. Mind blowingly. I even like Teen Wolf 2, which is. Like, objectively not a good movie, but... Which is the um, one where the person exposes himself in the final scene? Is that one or two? I don't know that that's either of them. Oh, no, it's definitely. Look it up. Uh, There's a group scene during a basketball game. Oh, really? And someone exposes themselves? Yeah, and it made it into the Well, the the second one has no basketball in it, so... It must be the first one. Yeah, the second one's about boxing. Cool. Um, Cool. Turns out, by the way, I'm just going to spoil one element of Teen Wolf for you. Uh, it's not really very fair if you have a teen wolf on your back. <laughs> it's like, Probably any kind of wolf. An, right. That is an unfair advantage if you essentially have a superhero uh, I, uh, on your mask. I, there was a Teen Wolf Saturday morning cartoon that I do remember that I watched oh, for a little bit. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, man, I'm, like, really excited. I mean, just so everyone knows, by the way, this was officially our first movie of the summer of basketball movies. Uh, I know we said we were going to watch Eddie, but we didn't. And we will. We, we will. Probably, That'll probably be next, next week, time. right? 
Yeah, but that'll be for next time. Yeah. It is in my house now, uh, and it's in Herb's house. Um, it's just that Uncle Drew came up, and it was like, well, first it was the finals, and then a free agency and stuff, and then Uncle Drew came up, and it's like we just had to go watch Uncle Drew. I mean, yeah, yeah, Uncle, Uncle Drew was was something that we had been anticipating for a long time, and we yeah. had to be selfish and uh, we did we do did. right Sorry, by each other. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm not even. I, I don't feel apologetic. I don't feel I, bad. No, it was so great, uh, and we had a great time. Like it was a you know it was an outing. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah. I always love seeing uh, you two in the city. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. We had a blast, yeah. and yeah. the theater—I wouldn't say it was packed—but there were there were people there, and they seemed to enjoy the film as well. There were enough people there. I would not want to see that in an empty room. No, it was pretty empty. It was not. There were not a lot of people there, but it was. There were enough people there who were also enjoying the film, and you just really, you know, got to know what you're going into. If you are trying to go to see the new Paul Thomas Anderson, maybe don't accidentally go see Uncle Drew. You will not <laughs> be happy. But if you go in with no expectations, other than maybe you'll get some laughs, I think you might have. I feel like the general reception has been pretty positive. Yeah, I mean, for what it is, I mean, I I would say mixed positive, mixed positive. Like, yeah. you know, everyone acknowledges that it's kind of a mess, and it probably could have used like a little more of a tighter script, and like you know, it could go from you could polish it into quite a diamond if you you know kind of spent a little more time working on it. But again, for its roots, I mean, it's like it's like when a when a movie when a video game comes out like cash in on a movie that doesn't even very good and the game's great and you're like what the hell like how yeah. did this happen like it just it's just so it's like much movies better like this are it. never good and never good and like this, this could good. have been a complete disaster and it's 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 pretty good like yeah. I, you know and i think for me i just i just grade on a on a on a scale i guess or a curve i mean anyway cool we have many other things to discuss so man this I don't has even know been this has been a really really uh well, the first thing we have to say, actually, is look up Stephen A. Smith meme <laughs> pronunciation. I mean, it's the same as uh, – he's like the fourth celebrity to have this issue, right? But is that Other uh, people have said it. So basically he, he oh, calls yeah. it a meme Yeah, he is not the first. He's I, I forget Al Michaels maybe. Like there's, there's a handful of famous people who say meme and I just think they've never heard it. They've just read it. I think this is particularly funny because Stephen A. Smith, you know, he's so angry and he uses I got all that my like finger on the pulse of culture. Yeah, and I'm angry. So you hear me like, and then you've got all these memes. You know, it's not just like a, <laughs> it's not a casual mispronunciation. No, it's it's pretty wonderful. It's uh, by the way, are you rooting for Belgium in the World Cup? Um, of the teams that are left, I, I would like to see them do well. Yeah, yeah, I figured. I thought you might be. I I, I respect that. Uh, I sorry, you know when was, when the Netherlands aren't in it anymore and they weren't in it at all this uh, this time uh, I, right. I I'm kind of you know I'm just sort of like whatever uh, yeah I'm pulling for I was I was really sad that that Ecuador lost today but I was I guess I'm pulling for Croatia at this point with like a backup plan of Belgium it'd be but nice to see Croatia do well yeah it would be incredible yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just uh, like when uh, I also like when teams that haven't won it before win it. Right, I don't want uh, England or France to win because they've already won, and it, only eight countries have ever won. Yeah, it'd be really nice to see someone win. A lot of people were upset that Brazil lost, and my attitude was more like, "Well, they've they've won a they've bunch won of times, five like freaking yeah. times, like yeah, yeah." I don't, yeah. they don't need it. So Mimi's World Cup. Uh, moving on, um, I guess we'll just anything kinda, but basketball. <laughs> just kind of go through some of these. So I, I guess the biggest uh, news of the off season. Arguably, uh, would be uh, LeBron James signing with the Lakers. Is that uh, arguable? 
I guess not. <laughs> I think that's inarguable. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, no, that's. I mean, the Paul George thing is really surprising to me. But I there's guess a lot of no. There are yeah. a lot of surprising things. We're talking about Demarcus Cousins. We could talk about. Uh, uh, oh, there we'll, are we'll get a to all lot. That. We'll get to all of surprising. That. I think Tony Parker is very surprising. Yes, but is that official though? Because that's not. Yes. It's not yet been announced on the. Uh, no, it's official. Okay. Uh, all right. he We're getting ahead of ourselves. We did. Do you have a list in front of you of all the things that have happened? I sent you from ESPN. There was a free agency uh, tracker and a uh, trade tracker. Let's but, for example, I don't see Tony Parker on the list, but there's a ton of names. It's for sure official, but I don't see this list you sent me. I put it Where? on the uh, Google Doc. Oh, that's a, that is a definition of scent that I would not have, would not have occurred to me. Oh, uh, I apologize. No, it's fine. I thought we had an established system here. We we did, and then then the playoffs started. Uh, okay, it is it has definitely happened. I, I mean, he put out a statement about it. Okay, but yeah. Why we don't we cover that one quickly? Things. Since we can just that's not the well, biggest news, just, or or we can go down the list. But yeah, we could just do that one. Yeah, um, we could just go down so, the list. I just feel like the well, whatever you want. Let's you know just what? so wait. We, there's two lists here. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know which one you want to look at, but well, uh, I think the free oh, yeah, no, agency so list on, is probably it's on the, it's on the uh, NBA free agency every new deal contract extension. It, um, I, mean, I just probably just got to refresh it. So if we start at the bottom of that with Kevin Durant, okay, we'll work our way. We'll just work our way. Why don't we do that? Okay. okay. So Kevin Durant signs a two-year, sixty-one and a half million dollar deal, player option the second year. Wait, let's more do the impl- trades first because there's less of them. Uh, oh. Uh, well, I was in the middle of. Where do you see the trades? There's also a trade tracker that I put on the. Google oh, board. that's the other one that's like shorter, and less yeah. interesting. Okay, so the Although, trade tracker. These aren't really says trades. that on June thirtieth. Wait, wait. There these aren't are... any trades on this. These are signings. You're right. I'm sorry, folks. This is a disaster. <laughs> Start over. Bottom All of the right, list. So Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant signed a two-year deal. To return to the Warriors, not a surprise. Not a surprise. Player options second year. What is a little bit of a surprise is that he once again took a discount. Yeah. Giving them the money to do something that we'll see later on the list. It's really frustrating uh, that players of his caliber almost ever never do that. No. Um, And that does prevent teams from the Warriors, like, coming together. But for some reason, Kevin Durant is like, eh, whatever. Do you find it interesting? So Zach Lowe has now been openly talking about the fact that the league does not want Durant on the Warriors. Yeah, I find that really interesting. Like I'm not not that they don't want it. That makes perfect sense to me, and it's not surprising. But the fact that he feels comfortable openly discussing that, like that means that they are really not concerned with people knowing that. I think he feels. I think a. I think the league probably at this point wants fans to know, like, hey, we're not on board with this either, because yeah, that just makes the league look good. Yeah. Um, I think, secondly, because I think Lowe is coming from a place where he's a little bit more okay with it. Mm. He never really, he never personally disparages that team, you know? I mean, he might reference it, uh, league inequity a little bit, but he doesn't really talk about it like it's a problem. So I think maybe he feels comfortable uh, because he's, he's, he's not dumping on it and then saying, oh, and by the way, the rest of the league agrees with me. Well, I find it fascinating. It is interesting. You're you're absolutely right. It is very interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really 
feel like we need to talk about this one too much. He did take another different uh, discount. Yeah, teams, no, we don't have to go in. We can just hit these, you know, quick. Teams going to be really, really good next year. And uh, hopefully, you know, some people think that Durant is eventually going to try to go somewhere else and and sort of claim a team for his own. Uh, I think that would be great. Um, yeah, I think that meantime, LeBron has paved the way to these guys moving whenever they want. I don't think we're going to see a lot of, like, stays for 20 years kind of guys anymore. I think, I, like, I would be very surprised if Kyrie stays at the Celtics for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if Kevin does. Like, they just, I think we're going to see guys moving around as the situation fits them. Um, and, uh, and I, you know, I think there's upsides and downsides to that. It, it does spread the... Possibilities around a little bit, which I like. I think uh, I think we'll see a mix, though. To be fair, like I can't. Yeah, there'll still be yeah. some guys who. I don't think every single star player. No, feels like some they people want to bounce around. Yeah, totally. Cool. Uh, Will Barton. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Great. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jokic, uh, one hundred and fifty million, five years. Uh, well deserved. Money. You think uh, Denver makes the playoffs next year? Not guaranteed. It's going to be tough, but. Uh, you know. West is going to be a buzzsaw. They're smart. To, uh, yeah, it really is, man. Um, they're smart to uh, to to lock him down. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's a lot of money, but he's he's pretty good. He's very very pretty, good. Uh, pretty darn good at basketball. <laughs> Paul George, four years. Yeah, you were mentioning million. this. So uh, everybody was wrong. On this. What's what's every yours? single person uh, that follows the NBA and talks about it was completely wrong. Uh, we all thought Paul George was a sure thing to go to L.A. The uh, murmurs that that would not be the case kind of started uh, maybe like two weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and uh, he, uh, unlike like Durant or LeBron, he probably could have gotten a two and two if he wanted. Said, "Hey, let's just run it back for a year." But he uh, he resigned for four years, one hundred thirty-seven million dollars with the yeah, Thunder. Fourth year, I think, is a player option. I believe you're right. But yeah, he. Uh, I, the you Thunder know, now I, have the highest payroll in the history of the NBA. Well, they're that? not going to because they're going to waive um, Carmelo. Well, they're they're either going to stretch him or they're going to try to trade him. Which do you see ha- that they will save a hundred million dollars by doing that? Yeah. Well, their payroll is ridiculous. But that's like crazy, like a <laughs> hundred million dollars. That's a big number. What do you think he? Yeah, I agree. That's 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 that is crazy. Um, but to go back to Paul George, uh, yeah, what do you think his thinking is? Like people are saying, oh, he developed a great bond with Westbrook, and this is all about that uh, friendship. Nah. You don't think so? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the guy. the The most. Oh, you don't know Paul George? Plausible? No. Weird. Why, do we, why do we do this podcast together? <laughs> the uh, yeah, we. Did, Listeners, we, I only got this show because I told Herb that I knew Paul George, and now I'm admitting openly that I don't know him, and it's it must be crushing. Uh, the I the most plausible thing I heard, uh, and I don't know, uh, and I suppose nobody does, is the idea that he that it was a kind of a combination between um, him wanting to lock in the years because he did have a incredibly gruesome career and life you know maybe not life but you know quality of life threatening uh health issue when the leg happened yeah um and that he definitely wants to you know guarantee that money but also that since that happened he hasn't had the same lust to be sort of the the go-to player on a team and that he actually kind of enjoys being in a situation where 
there's really no downside for him. Everyone, all the attention's on Russ anyway. And, and he can be like the kind of perfect second banana. Um, and that that's actually what he wants. And, you know, I mean, I, I think we, we sometimes, if that's true, and I don't know that it is, but if it is, we sometimes, you know, lambast these guys for, uh, a, a model of competitiveness that we actually would find psycho if we knew them in real life. Mm-hmm. And so it, it is kind of nice that someone's just like, you know, I like my role. I'm happy here. Uh, I like what we're doing. I did think it was really funny, like Lo- Zach Lowe did, that he that he said that they had unfinished business. I'm not sure what <laughs> <laughs> unfinished business was. Maybe they had like a card game they were playing that he wanted to finish. But like, um, they, you know, I, I it's just entirely plausible to me that he just doesn't want to go have the weight of a franchise on him. Now, I you could argue that he would have had the same situation if he had gone to L.A. once LeBron uh, signed there. Um, but you know, there's some evidence that not everyone wants to go play with LeBron. Yeah, so this so. is this is kind of where I was going with this line of questioning. Uh, it seems this is just a conspiracy theory. It is. But if I'm Paul George and I see how things have gone on LeBron's teams over the last uh, you know eight years, despite his massive, massive success, like if you play with LeBron, it doesn't matter how good you are, you're on LeBron's team. Yeah, and you're going to be blamed when things don't go right. That's the difference. I think with Russ, for some reason, with Russ, everyone will just blame or praise Russ. Yeah. With LeBron, everyone will blame or praise you. Actually, well, everyone will just praise blame LeBron, you. praise LeBron, blame and you. blame you. Yeah. So Russ gets blamed because his style is so upsetting to so many people. But LeBron is this beautiful basketball savant, you know, beautiful mind genius. And so if you if you do well there, then LeBron's making you better. And if you do poorly there, you're ruining LeBron's life. So, I mean, that doesn't sound great to me. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Paul George, I don't know that I would have found the Lakers situation that appealing. Although yeah. I also have to say that I don't think I would have found this Thunder situation well, appealing. Well, of course, I, w- I wouldn't because yeah. of reasons, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just because, I sure, sure, for you, there's the whole uh, uh, personal history with that team and bitterness, yeah. but like... Also, who the heck wants to? I don't know. They're not, not going to win a championship. Like, no, they're, they're they're they're. It's a ridiculous amount of money they're spending. They're not coming close to a championship. And you play with a guy who doesn't really seem that fun to play with. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. Uh, I hope I hope Paul George is happy with his choice. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, we'll yeah. just kind of read these out, and uh, if you want to talk about them, we can talk about them. Sure. And if you don't, we don't have to. Like with Doug McDermott. Yeah, I'm good. He's making about seven mil a year for the next three years with the Pacers. Congratulations, bud. Uh, Joe Harris, eight million yep. a year on the Nets. Cool. Ursan Ilyasova. Same uh, deal as uh, as Doug yeah. McDermott. All I will say is I kind of find that surprising that he's that they signed with. I mean, I know it's not a huge contract, but three years for Ursan, who's kind of looking his age. Yeah, bit of a surprise. Uh, didn't really like anything the Bucks did particularly. Yeah, man, they're they're really nuts. Uh, they remain. Really wish they would have gotten Fizdale, but it's a relief to me as another you know rooting for another team in the East that they're sure. not uh, doing right by Giannis because yeah, I mean, but uh, man, not to get ahead of ourselves, but Giannis is the best player left in the East, right? Uh, yeah, it's not even close. It should be his conference, and no one even talks about them as being like a top five team. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, Chris Paul, four years. $160 million for... Yeah, I mean, obviously that's the deal that they agreed to to get him to come there. Yeah. Uh, it The back end of that thing is going to be crazy ugly, but uh, Daryl Morey clearly does not care. 
Um, I actually don't think they have. I mean, I think they have like a one to two more year window. I feel yeah. I feel like the back half of next season it can start looking <laughs> ugly. I don't, and I don't think they're winning a championship. But it would be interesting to me if Carmelo ends up there. True, um, true. Although I don't know what Carmelo really gives you in uh, this day and age. But maybe you know, maybe change of scenery is what Carmelo needs. And well, we can talk about that in a minute too. Sure. But uh, this Chris Paul thing, man. If I'm you know, Daryl Morey has been one of the shrewdest GMs in the NBA for quite a while now. Yes. And uh, I know Chris Paul is a Hall of Fame talent, but uh, he doesn't have Hall of Fame knees. And, uh, man, after the <laughs> he way... He probably does have Hall of Fame knees. <laughs> <laughs> after the way last year went, uh, man, I if I'm a Rockets fan, I'm like, ooh, ugh, this is making me nervous. Because that is going to be untradeable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be an albatross around their franchise. Forty million dollars is a lot. But if of they, money. but if they win a championship, which I don't think they will, but if they win a championship, it won't matter. No one will care. I guess my biggest issue with it is that this the the contract will eclipse Harden's prime. So basically, James Harden, last year's MVP, one of the great players in our league, you know, the capital T great players in our league, his yes. prime is now tethered to Chris Paul. Correct. And all that money. Although, yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, crazy. who knows? You know, you're right. This is this is the the era of, of, of player agency, and maybe he'll, you know, maybe, but I mean, if this Pre-agency. ends up driving James Harden away from Houston, people, you know, I think in hindsight, people are going to wonder, like, what, what this was all for. Um, DeAndre Jordan, one year with this the Mavs. Hilarious. Finally. 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 Finally got their man. Hilarious. But having said that, God, that's an overpay. $24 million. I realize it's only one year, but $24 million for I mean, DeAndre I, Jordan in 2018? I think what that's what doing? I think that's what you get. when you, If you get someone to agree to sign a one-year contract, a, a guy of DeAndre Jordan's caliber. You just, over, you just overpay. Yeah. And I, I think DeAndre Jordan, and many people would agree with me, this is not a super original thought. He's sort of an antiquated... Uh, uh, yeah. Type of player for this yeah, league, but uh, he sure is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. What are you doing, Mavs? Twenty-four uh, mil. I know, and they made so many great moves in the draft. I know. This. It's going to be such a weird season. Anyway, he's good though. It is. He is good. He's good. It'll be an interesting team, and I think it's. I mean, obviously, it's hilarious that he's actually finally on the Mavs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Rudy Gay resigns with the Spurs. Uh, mm. Man, that Spurs thing. Yeah, that's a. Once, a, once the dust settles, we'll be able to have like a big Spurs uh, conversation. But right now, oh, we will, like, we will. Yeah. I think we might even have a special Spurs guest that, for that uh, episode. So. I look forward to it. Right now, we're yeah. just watching like a car crash in slow motion. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. repeating you. Oh well, good job. Thank yeah. you. Um, Jeremy Grant, three years, twenty-seven mil. Cool. Meh. Trevor Reza, one year with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, so this seems like a weird deal for the Suns and a bad deal for Houston, and I, I'm confused by the whole thing. Definitely hurts Houston. Yeah. Um, Phoenix is going to be awful. I don't know why they did this. It's another one of these but. weird one-year deals. Well, I think yeah. Phoenix is thinking, like, this guy's a vet, and this is, you know, it's like what Philadelphia did with uh, they J.J. Redick. They have Tyson Redding. Chandler. Yeah, but Tyson Chandler, I think, is... I don't know. But if you're no. just there to be a vet, I mean, what... Well, J.J. Redick was a vet who could still play. Yeah, and I would Trevor love someone to pay me fifteen million dollars. What's that? I said I would love someone to pay me fifteen million dollars to be a vet who could still play. But I'm saying Trevor Reza can actually contribute. I Tyson know, Chandler can barely play anymore. Yeah, well, that's a fair point. 
Um, anyway, yeah, I I think the Suns are going to be a little bit better than you think they're going to be. I just put a um, All right. Ed Davis, 4.4 with the Nets. Who cares? I Well, I care. I'm going to miss him. I really enjoyed Ed Davis. He was uh-huh. a fun blazer. He uh, gave the team a certain... Uh, hard nosed edge that I really enjoyed. I found my I was not at all interested in Ed Davis when they signed him, and over the course of the season, he really, really won me over. I just, I just liked him. I liked when he came in, so I'm, I'm a little bummed. Okay, Ed Davis. Uh, good luck to you. Yeah, in Brooklyn. Uh, another guy that you like, uh, Omri Caspi. I do uh, love Omri Caspi, and I'm really happy to see he's remaining in the league. Me too. Um, not expecting uh, big things, but uh, but uh, hopefully playing in Memphis is, is a nice uh, look for him. Yeah, I would Dar- love to see him get a real, you know, get some moments. Yeah, not play on a fake team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Derek Rose, back to Minnesota. Coming back. Championship yeah. guaranteed. Man loves Thibodeau. I really wish I knew what that money was. That's got to be like a minimum, right? I, I mean, it can't be much, right? Uh, Marco Bellinelli, back to the Spurs. Cool. Cool. Aaron Baines, two years, $11 million for yeah, the Boston man. Celtics. I am very pleased. Oh, very bun. pleased. He's great. Uh, one of the best things about Aaron Baines is just that he's like, he's just like so, he has no ego. He doesn't mind if he starts, if he comes off yeah. the bench. Good person to have. He also only has one R in his name, which confuses me, but. It looks weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gerald Green, vet minimum. Houston Rockets. Does that surprise you? I mean, I know they're kind of cash-strapped and he wants to play there, but $2.4 million. It feels like he's he... from there. He's made a lot of money. I guess he's he happy. wasn't even in the league for half the season last year. Yeah, I think he's just happy to be around. Sometimes I really don't understand people's value. Like, I know he doesn't really play any defense, but he can still score. Um, I would love I to have Gerald Green. He just he seems like a, apparently he's a great teammate. Yeah, know. people love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick Stauskas. Blazers! You psyched? I mean, no. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Luke Cornett. I, I literally don't even know who that I is. I was going to say, <laughs> apparently that's a basketball player. <laughs> not not just an instrument anymore. It's a remain with the Knicks, so apparently he's a former yeah. Nick. <laughs> literally never heard of this man. Oh, I used to play a Luke Cornett in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Fred Van Viet, same with the Raps. Good for them. He's really good. Good for them. Yeah. That seems like a pretty reasonable deal. Nine nine mil a year for Fred Van Viet. Van yeah, Viet. I think that's an underpay actually. He, he, but it was a hard market, you know. Yeah, it was. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But man, it is brutal out there for people. Uh, yeah. Can you pronounce this next name for me? Salah Medri. One year minimum deal to return with the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. Happy for Salah. Uh, Glenn Robinson the third, another example of just the the brutal market out there. Two, two year, years. eight million dollar deal. Yeah, man. One of these one of these people who is signing to a ridiculously small contract is going to be such a value. Yeah, well, they're going to blow up because yeah. someone's going to go through that like transition where they they go up a yeah. level, and sometimes that happens, guys, in their sixth or seventh year. You know, yeah. um, they're going to go up another level, and everyone's going to be like, he's making what? And yeah, I think this uh, is amazing. Yeah, I think Glenn Robinson is as good a candidate as anyone. Like we might, you know, next year or in two years, be like, "How is this guy making like four million dollars?" Anyway, we'll see what happens. Hundred percent agreed. Um, what is this? Uh, LeBron James. 
Yeah, who is that? Have you heard of this guy? No. Uh, no four years. That's a lot of money. <laughs> four years, $153 million with the Lakers. It's the four years that most people seemed that they wanted to comment should on. We, but I mean, like, it's should like we, we table know... this one and talk about it at the end, or do you just want to talk about it now? Because this is the uh, one, right? This is definitely the one. I- I'm good either way. Well, let's just let's talk do about what it. you want. Yeah, the All four right. year thing is curious. Um, well, it's just. He hated... Can I tell you my conspiracy theory on that? Yeah, I was just going to say he really did not enjoy. Dan Gilbert or trust him, and I totally sure. understand why. And what's your theory? Well, the four years, I think he's too old to just keep doing this this one year at a time thing. No, he could have done it. What are they going to do? Say no? No one's going to say no to LeBron James. Um, That's right. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, I do agree. Like he, he didn't trust Dan Gilbert, but the thing is, the Cavs had no future, and I know people are looking at all the deals the Lakers are making. You know, we'll get to Rondo. Yeah, but they're all one-year deals. We'll get to JaVale. Exactly. We'll get to JaVale McGee. We'll get to uh, Lance Stevenson. Like, you know, it's an interesting thought. The Cavs probably should have done the same thing. What do you mean? They should have just been doing one-year deals with everyone else, include, uh, including LeBron. They should have just overpaid people on one years. Well, it's too bad that LeBron was putting a ton of pressure on them to give them the contracts that they gave them. The, for the clutch guys, sure. But the rest of the roster, hmm. I don't know. Um, this is interesting. I, I, uh, have a complicated history with LeBron James. (laughs) He's, to say the least. Well, he's, he's created the modern era of the NBA where players have autonomy and decide their own fate. And that's, that's, that's great. You know, like, uh, more power to the players, um, uh, the the Cleveland move and the Miami move were were these huge power plays where those teams were guaranteed to be extremely successful, and he made the finals every year uh, that he was with those teams and yeah. won three championships. He sure did. Um, this team in the future could be in a similar position, but he is signing on for a a year where he is going to struggle. Uh, and how many? I mean, how many years of his prime does LeBron James have left? Like four. Yeah. But like, I know he wants to be in LA, and I know I know there's a lot of personal life stuff that feeds into this decision, and I respect him for uh, uh, pursuing that and and trying you know trying to make sure that everything for his family was good, um, mm-hmm. and not just worrying about his career. But uh, it's. It's going to be so strange to see, you know, LeBron James, and you know, Rondo does not play hard during the regular season. Nope. Lance Stevenson is a <laughs> knucklehead. <laughs> JaVale McGee is the knucklehead. Yeah. Although, you know, JaVale looked really good last year. He, he this, That could secretly be, like, one of their better signings. That's um, true. Uh, it's going to be a really weird season, and I'm... I kind of can't wait for it, you know? I, I've never really been a LeBron James fan, um, but... Uh, this Lakers team is going to be fascinating. And I, I guess I'm glad, like, you know, people have been talking about how uh, the Western Conference games are so late. No one in the East, uh, on the East Coast, watches these games because they start at 1030 for them. You know, for us in California, like, there's only, like, three teams that are ever on at 730. And it's the Warriors. Well, there's a few. There's the Warriors, the Lakers, uh, the Kings, the Blazers. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it, you know? And yeah. I was so sick. Like, I don't like watching the Warriors. Um the Kings 
aren't really that uh, compelling, or they or should I say they weren't last year. So it's basically the Blazers because the Lakers were also awful. Like I'm glad that one of those like four teams that are going to be on all the time at night are going to be really neat to watch. You know, yeah. Even if they end up being worse than we think we're going to be, they're going to be. Which like it's the West. It's going to be hard for them to. I mean, making the playoffs is not guaranteed for this team. Is that crazy to say? I think they'll make the playoffs, but yeah, it's a uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a real struggle. I I'm just saying, like when he was with like when he was with Cleveland, even when it was last year's Cleveland team and they were awful and they were yeah. like, ten games under five hundred, it's like they're gonna make the playoffs. Yes, I just feel like that's yeah. I don't know if if things so, go wrong. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say in in a lot of ways, I think this is what was so brilliant about this move and I, I don't think it was done in a calculating manner I think it was done because I mean in some level it was all, everything LeBron does is but it, he I agree with you I think he just wanted to do what he wanted to do and he wanted to be where his family wanted to be and all those kinds of things but it is really interesting in that he's not taking like even when he went back to Cleveland which a lot of people thought was like really nice you know he's coming back to win a championship for Cleveland. He had all, his motivations were stated in that Sports Illustrated letter, and, and some a lot people of bought into haters it. like me thought it was you, cynical. A lot of haters like you saw it as a cynical move to go play with the younger, great players and win mm-hmm. more championships. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he had gone to Philadelphia or Boston... It would have been the same look, yeah. It would have been the same, same look. Yeah. And people would have been like, God damn, this dude just chases... What other great player just chases these talent pools? Like, this is so... A lot of people, yourself included, if it wasn't Boston, chases like, it, uses it up, and then yeah, and then it. and yeah. then abandons it. You would have been very negative on it, but he I went have, yeah. to the Lakers, a team that is interesting because it's a, you know it's like the glamour franchise, but at the same time, this Lakers team, there's nothing glamorous about it. And he did it first. He didn't wait for another star, and then told them it's cool. And they haven't gotten Kawhi, and maybe they will, but. They haven't pulled like an immediate flip like they did for Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. Seems and like the Kawhi thing. Even if that is going to happen, I I I thought you were crazy that you said it was going to go till February, but I don't yeah. think the Spurs. I think the Spurs are calling this bluff. Yeah, They're like, totally. Hey, look, you say you're going to sit out the season. Cool, that's a breach of contract. Then yeah, your free let's agency. See how this goes. You're jeopardizing your free agency. Yeah. Um, but so so I just think this was a really uh, interesting move by LeBron, uh, and and I'm. I'm I'm okay with it, and it seems like people in Cleveland are okay. I mean, he won the championship; it's all he promised. He did it, and now he's doing what he wants to do. And I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't like the Lakers, so uh, I hope it takes them a while to, um, you know, figure it out. But I'm curious to see Luke Walton uh, coaching these guys and all this stuff. Like, I'm just really I I, I agree with you. I'm, it's going to be fascinating, and it's nice to have, as you say, another team for those of us out here who find it hard to be able with work and everything to see like the Sixers player, the Celtics player. Whoever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's really exciting. Um, you know, LeBron is a, a master, uh, of managing his public image. Um, yes. and maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but I have to say for being LeBron James and for being, you know, an all time great player, uh, most people have him up pretty high on their lists. Um, to kind of position himself to be almost like an underdog <laughs> after the last eight years is pretty remarkable, but that's yeah. kind of what's happening. Like, he yep. will be an underdog next year, and yep. whatever I think people will find themselves, like, rooting for LeBron by the end of the season. It's kind of brilliant. And then after 100%. that, it's, he's going to just be playing with house money. It's, it's, yep. really, uh, it's really something, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. But let's LeBron, I know really... what you're doing, and you're not fooling me. 
Let's move on to the really important free agency signing. <sighs> Contavious Caldwell Pope uh, will be LeBron's teammate. Yeah, twelve. That's such a clutch, clutch sports deal. That's so goofy. <laughs> twelve. Million. Is he on clutch sports? Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. What a um, ridiculous deal that was. Uh, moving on, uh, <laughs> Mario Zonia. Yeah, is... I, I'm glad he's getting another shot. I get the heck out of Orlando. Yeah, yeah, he was. He definitely had his moments, you know. Um, yeah, I want to see him on a different team. I wish he wasn't going to the Knicks. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm, I'm not sure that this is going to be his move, chance to but... shine, but uh, yeah, he's fun, and and I I hope that his best days are still ahead of him because he's had some he's had some really neat moments. We're still Agreed. on the first day of free. This is the here. thing. We're an hour <laughs> into this podcast. Uh, Aaron Gordon. Star, Star of Uncle Drew. Star of Uncle Drew. Four years, $84 million. Uh, What do you think of this? Were you surprised by this contract? Uh, if he plays as well as he did in Uncle Drew, they're getting a bargain. <laughs> uh, I, although he did seem like a real jerk. I don't what was his character's his character. name? I, oh, um, Casper. Casper, right, right, right. Yeah. Casper. Oh, man. Uh, I was not surprised. I mean, he's a young player. He's he's pretty good. He plays a difficult to replace position he, yeah i mean i don't know that i don't think he's going to be with the magic for four years but i think it's a reasonable deal you know i think we're i think this is going to be a recurring theme at least for me when we talk about some of these contracts that these young guys are getting i, th- I think if you're orlando and also well I'll, this is exactly what i'll be saying about devin booker when we get to him like and i know devin booker's getting significantly more money but it's still you know this is a pretty big contract but if you're orlando these are the kind of players that you have to pay guys that you draft guys that you feel like have high upside and you just yeah. gotta you gotta roll the yeah, dice because you're, you're not getting not, anyone else yeah you're, no you're one's coming in free agency this is your path them. yeah absolutely um boy boy oh boy lance stevenson one year 4.5 million with the los angeles lakers i guess he can just whisper in lebron's yeah. ear every day now wth Breathe. dude what is going on yeah it's a i i mean i've read the explanation about what Magic Johnson's plan is and why they're doing this, and it makes zero sense to me, but we will see. Man, he's going to look either so bad or he's going to look like a, a genius. genius. Yeah. Yeah, but Lance, uh, okay. Well, you know, Lance... I liked, did, did you see the quote from uh, Kevin Pritchard? No, he said. He said that sometimes he was their best player, sometimes he was the best player on the opposing team. <laughs> <laughs> Boy... That is so awesome. It's funny. Like, what That's does, your GM. What does LeBron not like on his teams? He doesn't like young players, and he doesn't like yeah. knuckleheads. And Magic yeah. just like, cool. He's like, knuckleheads hold, and young hold guys. Hold my you beer. <laughs> like, yeah, this is some, some pimp my ride shit. Um, uh, Alfred Payton. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad to see him getting another shot. I wish he wouldn't have cut his hair. I don't think this matters. Yeah, I think cutting his hair is probably smart because it's always in his eyes. And yeah, but it was his thing. You know what I mean? He could, he could be the MVP next year. <laughs> what if? Yeah, what if it was like lights and Uncle Drew? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Drew pulls out some, well, some Uncle Drew some clippers out of the bag. Uh, <laughs> Javale, as we've previously mentioned, going to the Lakers for two point yeah. four million. See, this well, one. How does? DeAndre Jordan get twenty four, and Javale gets two point four. Eh, because he's Javale McGee. Is he really that much worse? He, I think he's just that much harder to deal with. Man, I don't know. He's I such a knucklehead. Cannot believe it. Um, I, I honestly, I mean, if you're a GM and I'm like, hey, do you want DeAndre for twenty four or Javale for two point four? 
You would take JaVale. Every time. Yeah. I have a question for you. Should we finish with JaVale McGee today and save the rest of this for next episode? Is it that bad? Well, no, no. It's just I'm saying we're an hour in. Um, and there's like probably at least this long a list of people to go. No, and there's I, not. Like, scroll up. So we've done... Uh, we've done no, more than half is. of these. And we've done the more interesting ones. Okay. All right. You want to power through? Let's just power through. All right. Let's do it. For yeah, the fans. For those, for those of you listening, just pause it and listen to it later. Yeah. For you all, we're yeah. going to do it. You don't have plans tonight, do you? Uh, my plan is to do this. Cool. So you're fine. I'm going to play it. video games after this, so it's all good. Well, Friday night, I baby. I, I, hate to, I hate to eat into your video games. That's <laughs> uh, quite all right. Um, JJ Reddick re-signed with Philadelphia. Great. Uh, yeah, smart. A uh, little bit less money, but uh, I think if I'm JJ Reddick, it's like, wow, that really worked out well last year. He's still he getting loves a pretty living competitive there. Rate. He loves staying yeah. there. He's be getting paid twelve million dollars to be a hero. I mean, I don't know. Seems like a good gig. Yeah, good for him. I He's think a podcaster great. now too, so we got to show him the love. <sighs> Fellow podcaster. Yeah. Uh, Nerlens Noel. Uh, we don't know the amount, but a two-year deal in Oklahoma City. Um, I know you hate Oklahoma. But I, I hope, I hope something good happens to Nerlens Noel. He's had such a depressing career. I agree. I mean, he turned down seventy million dollars. <sighs> He's going to make like a couple mil a year. I, we'll see what happens next to Stephen Adams or whatever. But like, yeah, I, I'm rooting for you, Noel. Yeah, the Dallas thing was weird. You know, um, I don't, yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Very weird. Uh, Derek Favors back in Utah, eighteen cool. million a year. I'm kind of surprised. It seems like uh, a bit I much, mean, but you know, he's better than Contavious Caldwell Pope. Uh, Anthony Tolliver, five mil, Minnesota. Minnesota. Who cares? Jose Calderon. Still in the league. 2.4 in Detroit. Uh, Still in the league. I was going to say it doesn't seem like much, but then I remember he was like, he basically couldn't play basketball last year. Yeah, Yeah. this is incredible. Mike Scott, speaking of still in the league, uh, I guess he's still in the league. He'll be a clipper. Um, Yep. Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Seriously, people, if you haven't seen it, look up um, uh, Homeboy from uh, from Cleveland. Uh, uh, what the heck is his name? The the journalist guy who was always on the low post. Brian Winhurst. Brian Winhurst's reaction while yeah. on the jump oh to gosh. this news. Yeah. It is amazing. <laughs> this, this signing makes no sense. Herb sent me a really funny reminder that Rajon Rondo once took a photo next to a woman wearing a shirt insulting LeBron James. Yeah, pretty, pretty this, crassly. Pretty crassly. This is, like, the most funny signing, even funnier than Lance Stevens, uh, Stevenson to me. This is hilarious. These guys were huge, huge rivals uh, Yeah, but apparently LeBron years. loves and respects him. Yeah. Um, just again, Rondo is just one of those guys. Like he does not play hard during the regular season, and I think it's going to drive LeBron crazy. But we'll see. Yeah, Rondo uh, hasn't played defense in, uh, since you were in college. I think uh, one of the, one of the savviest uh, moves by a young player, uh, Julius Randle, decided to go to uh, New Orleans. Yeah, replacing Demarcus Cousins. I, that is very interesting, and I think he'll be quite good there. Yeah, I think he said, I don't really want to do this whole L.A. thing. I'm not sure what my role is going to be here. Um, go to New Orleans. Finn. Play with Anthony Davis. It's only He'll two years. Anthony Davis. Yeah, will Anthony yeah. Davis Good be for there him. the whole time? Unknown. Um, speaking of people who are going to dramatically improve the franchises they're going to, uh, I wish Seth Curry. I hope that's true. <laughs> Seth Curry, what we needed in Portland was another backcourt shooter. 
Clearly, we didn't have enough of that. Uh, no, I mean, I I like Seth Curry actually. He's like the you know the off brand Curry, and uh, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm quite hopeful that he will will have a nice year. Yeah, if we're gonna get through this quickly, we can't talk that much about guys like Seth Curry. <laughs> I love Seth Curry. He's fun. Yeah. Uh, it's like a fat Steph Curry. Um, <laughs> With to Marcus, really even crappier uh, beard. To Marcus Cousins. One year, five point three million with the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, uh, we will have a special guest for this one as well when the Kings off season settles down. But what a s show this is! Weird, 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 weird. Um, but we don't really know what he's going to be. We don't know how much he's going to play. And uh, yeah, the man had an Achilles tear. He may never play at any high level again. Zach Lowe made a good point. Like he, yeah. about, he's like, all these people are really upset. It's like, how much better could the Warriors really get? Well, A, and B, seriously, like, the record of people coming back from this particular injury is basically no one. Like, yeah, and the taller you get, the worse yeah. the odds are. And DeMarcus they, they, Cousins weighs 300 pounds, and he's It is like entirely 6'10". possible that we will look back at this signing, which basically broke the internet for a half hour, as being a complete non-entity. Like, which, and by the way, in which case I will feel incredibly sorry for DeMarcus Cousins, because... He was so good, and he was on the verge of signing just a mega deal. And to have this happen is a super bummer. Yeah. But you know, it's it's really weird because like I I actively root against the Warriors, and I want the team to be bad, and I don't want things they do to work out. But I love Demarcus Cousins, and I would yeah. love to see that yeah. he can recover from this and be yeah. be you know a, a top player in the league. I really I want him really to be great and then leave. Which, if he's great, he will leave because they're not going to pay him. Um, exactly. Uh, one thing I'll say about this, uh, if you so when it first happened, Stephen A. Smith was like on a plane, mm. and he recorded this like quick little diary video where he's like, mm, 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 "Rich getting richer," you know, and he's like complaining and talking about how unfair it is and shaking his head and being like, oh, "I don't know what to say about it." And then the next day, he had his TV show, and obviously someone was like, "Hey, idiot!" He tore his Achilles. He's like, "All you people flipping out about this, calm down." The man tore his Achilles, and it's like. <laughs> two completely different responses in like the span of 12 hours it's so funny uh, never change Stephen A always be Stephen A-ing yeah um, Isaiah Hicks Knicks don't care don't care Avery Bradley two years your boy 25 mil he is my boy with the uh, Clippers yeah. um, happy to see him get some some uh, scratch yeah I was nervous that he was going to be one of the casualties of the uh, the kind of the, the broken NBA economy a lot of people right. have trouble finding any money at all Avery Bradley, uh, you know, there are certainly question marks around him, but uh, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad that he's finally making at least double double digit million figures. He deserves it. He's great. Yes. Good Agreed. for you, Avery. Uh, Agreed. Michael Carter Williams, million uh, former rookie of the year. Guy that people thought was going to be the next Jason Kidd. Uh, only, I never thought that. I know you never thought that. Um, <laughs> one year minimum deal with the Rockets. Probably not going to be super impactful there. I, he, man can't shoot. What? What are they going to do on the Rockets? Uh, who's who's this guy? Raul Neto? Neto? I don't know him. Raul Neto. If you're listening, um, Raul, no offense. I ain't heard of I've heard of him. He's all right. It's not a big deal. Great. Uh, Jeff Green? Can't wait for Washington Wizards fans to experience the Jeff Green experience. Boy, oh boy. Prepare to hate him so much jeff green john wall like, yeah. and dwight howard all on the same team that yeah, is going mess. to be entertaining <laughs> this is this is going to be an s show as well yeah um tyreek evans with the pacers cool cool um dante exum smart love million a year utah uh 
Seems like a little bit of an overpay to me, but good for them. Yeah, you got to keep them. It's similar yeah. with the the Orlando Magic. Got to keep those guys. I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. Kevon uh, Looney. Kevon. One year deal with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, enjoy your championship ring, and then they'll <laughs> take a one year minimum contract somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Raymond Felton. Uh, yeah, 2. I don't 4. get that one at all. Yeah. And that's the reason they have to get rid of Carmelo. It pushed them over three hundred million. That is weird. Yeah. Um. Amir, jo- Amir Johnson. Uh, I, I'm happy place? for Amir. Yeah, people love him. He's kind of like, yeah. uh, who were we talking about? Uh, he's like uh, uh, Gerald Green. Everyone just yeah. loves that guy. Everyone just room. loves Amir yeah. Johnson. It's, it's, it's worth paying a couple guys like that, you know, a minimum contract, just to just keep the locker room happy. Nemanja Bealitsa. 4.4, one year with the uh, 76ers. They do love their foreigners. Um, they sure do. Cool. Uh, Isaiah Briscoe. See, we're Have almost done. Have you ever heard here. of Isaiah Briscoe? Uh, Orlando Magic. Great. Have you heard of him? Uh, no. Me neither. I thought that was a character in uh, NYPD Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Detective Briscoe. Detective Isaiah Briscoe. Um, Kyle, Kyle Quinn. This could prove to be a really, really great contract for the Pacers. Yeah, this, he was. This really is a guy good. that people think has just not been in the right situation. Sneaky um, good. Pacers finding those guys who are not utilized well. Uh, they could have two most improved players in a row back to back years. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. Uh, probably not likely to happen with Tony Parker. No, man. What is Charlotte doing? Uh, you know, Charlotte is, uh, a, another one of those, like, it's probably like a bottom five free agent destination in all yeah. the NBA. Yeah. It's a combination of no one cares about that team. They might as well be like the Washington. What's the team that the Harlem uh, Globetrotters always play? The Generals. The Generals. Yeah, they might as well be the Washington Generals. Like they have no fans. Like I think that something like six thousand people watch their games on TV every game. Um, yeah, it's a mess. And uh, I mean, Tony Parker is a great, great player. He used to be um, five pretty, million dollars a year is in a lot washed, of money. Though. Yeah, part of me wonders. Uh, do you think? I'm I'm really surprised San Antonio let him go because they're usually pretty loyal, and it seems like they would have at least been willing to give him five million dollars a year because it's not like they're spending that money anywhere else. Do you think because his comments upset Kawhi Leonard so much, they're like, "Good luck." Is this maybe them kind of sneakily trying to rehabilitate that relationship? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll see what happens, um, Tony. You're an all-time great. You've had a great long career, and hopefully, I don't know. Best of luck. Best of luck, yeah, indeed. Um, and then uh, Yusuf Nurkic, uh, twelve million a year. What do you think? I feel a little bad for Nurkic because he he turned down a bigger deal mm-hmm. from the Blazers a couple months ago, mm-hmm. uh, but the market didn't really work out for him, and so I feel a little bad for Nurkic. But I think it's actually a very nice deal. I, he's like twenty-three years old. He's really good. He has some deficiencies, but he's still 23, and um, he was a big deal. When he plays well, the Blazers do really well. I think this is a really nice deal, and I'm happy he'll be around. I was a little worried they were going to lose him. Well, uh, hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully he continues to play well. And $48 million, you know, it's a good contract. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice deal. So um, you know who was not on this list? Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Who's signing with the Wizards. Yeah. Um, Man, I didn't really feel like the Wizards were desperate. I know they kind of had a disappointing 
year last year. They lost in the first round uh, after making it to the second round the year before. It's been a few years now of people saying this is the team of the future, this is the backcourt of the future in the East, and it seems like that's all sort of just kind of passing them by as they struggle to <coughs> really optimize their roster. But this is like, signing Dwight Howard is a, a desperation move. Um, I don't know. I mean, they had to get rid of March and Gortat because he and John Wall hated each other. But like, I don't know. You you couldn't reunite with JaVale McGee and give him like $2.7 million. Like, <laughs> you just think everyone should have signed JaVale McGee. I love it. I think that guy's underpaid. Um, yeah. I think you're underpaid. Thank you. Uh, I do do this for free. Um, I <laughs> You do I, it for free? Oh, man. Why would you I do that? Uh, I find this like... Uh, I, this is another one of those things where I just sort of can't wait to watch it. My theory is that they're going to look really good for like a month or two. And everyone's going to be like, look out, the Wizards are the new team in the East, Dwight is back, and then then we're going to see them fall apart because there's no way that all these people are going to get along for an entire NBA season. No, this is going to be the most interesting falling apart craziness. It's impossible. It's yeah. impossible. Wouldn't it be amazing if that's what happens, though, if they just like all gel and they become like the surprise team of the year? That'd be kind of fun, you know. I don't. I don't yeah, really have any hate for Washington, that. you know. And Dwight, I think he's like ridiculous, but it's not like I don't yeah. like him. I <laughs> I say that <laughs> thinking out loud here. Um. Uh. Yeah. So there were a few things that weren't on this extremely comprehensive and long list. Uh. uh the Kings offered Zach Levine eighteen million dollars a year, which the Bulls then matched. Um, Crazy! Oh, the Bulls matched. Yeah, the Bulls matched wow. it. So, whew. Zach uh, Levine, not. Mm, I don't know. If I was um, Charlotte, and that was my that you know that that's what I was looking at, I would probably match that. But Chicago's, I don't know. Chicago's for being with a third biggest NBA market. Uh, man, their ownership is so cheap and makes such baffling, baffling decisions. Yeah. I don't know why you buy a basketball team, especially if you're Michael Jordan, to run it this way. I just don't get it. I'm I'm talking about Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I am not there. Jerry Reinsdorf has always been a cheap owner, though. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we've been going for a while. Um, The Devin Booker one, I think we missed it, or it just wasn't on the list. Somehow, yeah. But, yeah, he's getting tons of money. Uh, You know, see, see... Many of the other contracts we discussed today, you kind of sometimes just gotta just gotta go for it if you're a team that no one's going to go to. Um, yeah, this has been such a crazy off season. Um, and Kawhi still, I mean, Kawhi's still yeah. out there. Carmelo's going to end up somewhere. There's yeah. plenty of moves left to be made. Um, crazy. Yeah, there are some free agents still out there. Um, Isaiah Thomas is not <laughs> not with the team. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So there's there's going to be plenty of stuff left to talk about. This uh, obviously this first week is always sort of the crazy whirlwind. But I mean, I cannot remember uh, an off season like this one. Like there's been so many surprising uh, moves, so many kind of game changing things, and then you know this despite 
uh, so many teams not having any money. And then, so consequently, you've had a lot of players get signed to just sort of like these like bafflingly small contracts. It's, it's been a really, really interesting offseason. And uh, I cannot wait for the season that, that comes out of it. It's going to be... It's gonna be wild, man. Agreed, and yeah, it's like the like the zombie twenty sixteen. Like, remember those contracts? We were looking at them, yeah. like, what the heck is going on? And now we're like, again, what the well, heck is, is going on? This is the other shoe, my friend. It is yeah. dropped. It has yeah. dropped. Man, people are gonna be giving LeBron James and Chris Paul some nasty looks at the next uh, <laughs> the next players meeting because it's like. Yeah, it's like some people really, really got paid, and some guys like LeBron and Chris Paul like heavily, heavily, heavily benefited from that uh, from that gamble. And now, now there's like a you know there's a, 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 a economic depression within the NBA, and some some guys are really, really uh, unhappy and, and not getting the money they want. I, I don't know if you saw any of the headlines with Marcus Smart. Um, no. This has been heavily disputed by certain people, but there was a report that Marcus Smart is extremely upset with what the Celtics are offering him. Um, and the thing is, like, it's like, Marcus, you, you shoot 37%, you score 10 points a game, like, we love you, we love your hustle, but, like, like the money's not out there, buddy. Like, like, this is a business, and, like, you know, if this had been two years ago and you were the same Marcus Smart, some team would probably give you $20 million a year, but it's, it's not 2016. Dude should take the qualifying and try again next summer. I agree. That's what I would do. Yeah. Bet on yourself, Marcus. I believe in you. <laughs> well, Ark, uh, so great to speak with you. You as well, my man. This was so much fun. It was a blast. Are we uh, Are we going to do Eddie uh, this week? Are we doing For the next podcast? Are we gonna oh, do, yes. We are going to watch Eddie. I might just watch it right now. Dude, Eddie. Or maybe I'll wait so it's fresh in my brain. Or maybe yeah, I'll watch it tonight and then I'll watch it again. And then watch it again. I don't know. If I had Uncle Drew right now, I would watch it. Would you really? I would. Like right now you would watch Uncle Drew? I would totally watch Uncle Drew. Wow. Um, yeah. Everyone please go out and see Uncle Drew. Yeah, let's get this money movie some money. Email us and let us know what you think. Uh, well, it's already made $14 million. It was only a $19 million budget. Yeah, it needs to get up to about 40 To be profitable? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, that's going to be a little tough because there's probably not much of an international market for it. I doubt it. Yeah. Although Kyrie Irving is Kyrie Irving is super famous. People do love him. I we'll yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I hope you're right. <laughs> I thought I had something, but I don't. Um, I hope for it. Oh, apparently, so far it has made twenty three million. Good. It so fifteen it's, million. It's more than halfway there. Weekend. Yeah. It's uh, more than halfway there. So I, I would just want to see it get to, like, 40. Anything above that is, is gravy. So I think the word of mouth for this one's going to be pretty good. The, the, yeah. Like, I, the cinema score for it was, like, an A, if I remember correctly. A, a lot of people who I mentioned it to had never even heard of it. So Really? If some, yeah. If some of those people go, you know. What a bunch of squares. Um, well, you know, they're not basketball people. <laughs> uh, basketball people. We're not basketball people, Eric. We're people people. That's so true. Um, anyway, uh, I uh, had such a great time at the movie. We should go see Ant-Man and the Wasp soon because I'm really excited for that one. Yes. And uh, you have a great night. You too, my man. And you listeners out there, have great nights, days, etc.